This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 506. Dr. Paul drops some bad words. Warning, expansive content. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. I was kind of playing around with the title on this one. I'm going to drop some bad words today. So just brace yourself. I'm going to drop them right out of your vocabulary, if I can. These are words that are not necessarily bad in and of themselves, but they're potentially damaging words that we might want to drop from our vocabulary or at least be very, very careful with them. Words matter. And these words carry some energies and meanings that I want you to at least be aware of. Let's jump in with the first one. Just. Now, you might see why this is a potentially damaging word. As I was talking with one of my clients at Live On Purpose Central, where we do all of our personal development coaching and parent coaching, we've got these calls where uh, people can jump in and ask me anything. And I just do some coaching with them. And I said, so tell me a little bit about yourself. And this client said, well, I'm just a mom at home. All right, drop the just, and I'm right on board with you. It is not a just thing. All right, this is huge. The biggest job on the planet, and you're saying just? Similarly, in my parent coaching, you may have heard me say this before on the show too, or certainly on YouTube. If you go over to YouTube, we're doing a lot of positive parenting over at Live On Purpose TV. And I quiz parents all the time. What's your job? What's your job as a parent? And if you've known me at all for very long, you'll know that the answer to that is to love your children, no matter what. And even if to love them, no matter what, and even if. And a similar thing is we were having a conversation there on the platform, and I asked this particular mom, What is your job as a parent? Oh, I know it's just to love them. Okay, drop the just. Do you see what just does? It seems to minimize it. It's like, well, it's not a big deal, it's hardly anything. It's just. What if we were to drop that bad word from it? It's not a bad word. All right. That's the disclaimer. It's not a bad word, but when we use it in that context, we run into some trouble and it can be potentially damaging. Drop the bad word. Just watch for it. Let's see where it comes up for you. Here's the next one. But I remember having a T-shirt finally wore out and I had to throw it away. The t-shirt said, stay in front of your butt. This, now spelled B-U-T. 
in communication, there are several articles, at least in the English language, that we call conjunctions. Now, if you're old enough to remember, like I do, Schoolhouse Rock, where this was part of the Saturday morning cartoons thing that we would watch as kids. And there was this thing about conjunctions. And it was about conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses like out of the frying pan and into the fire. He cut loose the sandbags, but the balloon didn't go any higher. You can go up to the mountains or down to the sea. You must always say thank you or at least say please. So <laughs> you're welcome. You don't get singing from Dr. Paul very often, but and, but, or. These are all conjunctions. A conjunction takes one phrase or idea and links it up with another one. So this and that, this but that, this or that. Conjunctions, you with me? When we use the conjunction, but, think about the two ideas that it's linking together. But changes the value of both. It diminishes the first and elevates the second. Let me give you a very specific example of how this works. I'm meeting with a couple. We're focusing on gratitude because it's a powerful way to improve a relationship. And the, the wife in this case is practicing what I've just encouraged her to say, you know, focus on the gratitude, okay? So just listen in. Yes, I know that he works hard for our family and I'm very grateful that he does all of that. Now, what's the next word? When she says, but, it, it's like saying, forget what I just said. Here's what I really mean. It diminishes what she just said and elevates what she's about to say. And if she says, but, he really needs to do better with this and that. What is he hearing? Is, is he feeling the gratitude that his wife actually has? although she has diminished it by saying, but. Is there any time that you can say, but? Of course, it's a legitimate word, it's a conjunction. And we, when we use it with discretion and intention, it can be a really powerful way to communicate certain ideas. The way it gets used most commonly is potentially very damaging. Okay, now that leads me to the third word, potential. I just said potentially very damaging. Here's where potential gets us into trouble. Um, our, our children, okay, are they living up to their potential? How do you feel when someone tells you, oh, you've got so much potential? What it means is you ain't there yet, buddy. You're not quite up to snuff, but you've got the potential, meaning you're falling short. I'm overemphasizing this to make a point. Notice how it comes up. A good friend of mine, fellow podcaster, and one of my personal coaches, 
is Jody Moore. If you have not connected to Jody Moore, go look her up. She's amazing. She's doing a podcast called Better Than Happy, and it just goes right along with what we talk about here. Go check her out. One of her recent podcasts was titled, Stop Cheating on Your Husband with Your Husband's Potential. Do you see how we do this with our spouse, with our children? We'll get it in our mind that they have this potential that they're capable of or should be doing whatever, and they're not. That puts us into a negative judgment, and they don't feel good about it either. I promise. This has people feeling criticized and judged. Is that what we're going for in our relationships? That's why potential made the list. I only picked four words to talk to you about today. Words are powerful. Words matter. I've got a new guest coming on the show soon. Her name is Becky Camp, and she is a member of the National Speakers Association. She's one of my colleagues and a friend in the chapter where, where I hang out for the National Speakers Association. She's made her whole speaking career on the power of words and how they're so important. And there are others who do that as well. So watch for that episode. It'll be coming up soon. Let's get to the to the fourth one. This is the last one that I picked for today's episode. There's others that we can pick on at other times. Struggling. Struggling. Now, is that a bad word? No. None of these words are actually bad words. I just said that in the title to get your attention. They are potentially damaging words depending on how they are used. And we might want to drop them from our vocabulary or at least be very, very careful with them. So let's look at struggling. No fewer than five or six times in the last two or three days, I've been talking to parents about their older teens or young adult kids. And this phrase came up. Well, she she is struggling with anxiety. He is struggling with depression. I am struggling with, okay, struggling, 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 struggling. This is the word I want to call to your attention. Here's a little challenge I'm going to give you. If you're using that word to describe yourself or anyone else, what would happen if you dropped that bad word? <laughs> it's not a bad word, okay? I have to keep saying this disclaimer because it, disclaimer because it just depends on how we use them, in what context, for what purpose. So keep that in mind. What would happen if you deleted or dropped that word from your vocabulary for at least one week? Just try it. Put it. Put a little reminder in your pocket or something. Put a rubber band on your wrist and flip it every time you say struggling. Let's drop that word and see what happens. What we think matters. Let me give you... Uh, a little something practical to hang on to here. Um, I was visiting with Ron Zeller, world-class leadership expert and trainer, just before he passed away, a couple of months before uh, we lost Ron. I had the privilege of meeting with him and interviewing him for this podcast. You can go look it up, Ron Zeller at Live On Purpose Radio. And 
he shared with me an idea. I had heard this from him years earlier in a training that I attended at Lake Tahoe, where he, he talked about naming. What we name something determines how we interact with that same thing. So if you were to name your pig lunch, you would interact with it very differently than if you were to name it Orson or whatever other names you might pick for a pet pig. See, your name for that thing determines your behavior toward it. I've given you a kind of an extreme example there so that you can see what we're talking about. What if you were to call yourself, I'm struggling with? Notice the energy that that creates. What if you labeled your kids, she's struggling with, he's struggling with, they are struggling with whatever. Now, I'm not debating the truth of whatever circumstances or challenges are coming up for you, for your kids, for your spouse, for your employees. That is true, okay? That life has challenges. Welcome to earth. What I'm challenging you to look at is the word struggling with. This is a label that we put on it. And if you're familiar with the positivity model, which you should be by now, and if you aren't, go to liveonpurposeradio.com forward slash the model. Go pick it up so that you can see what we're talking about here. It is what it is. And it could always be better. It could always be worse. So think of that daughter of yours who you've said is struggling with anxiety. The truth is that daughter of yours has predictable challenges and difficulties and work to do, just like other human beings. For you to label it as struggling changes how you show up with it and how you think about your daughter and how you interact with her. So what what do we switch it out for? Well, what if we were to focus on her strengths instead? What if you've been telling yourself, I struggle with my weight? It's like your brain is standing by waiting to fulfill whatever order or instruction you give it. And when you say, I'm struggling with, your mind is like, aye, aye, Captain. And it goes out and looks for and creates ways for that to be true. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. I used to think that was kind of a hoo-hoo, you know, mystical sort of an idea. The more I understand about psychology and the way our brain works, the more convinced I am that that is actually how it works. We give our brain instruction and our brain dutifully salutes and says, aye, aye, Captain. I got you on this. I will create that. I will find that for you. And if you say you're struggling, you are and will be. Your brain will fulfill that for you. The truth is, you're doing better than some and worse than others. Can you connect with that for a minute? You are doing better than some and worse than others. Instead of struggling, what if you were to say, you know, I've got this. I get that you may not feel that you've got it, but your feelings are based on your thoughts. 
as you start to create new thoughts around this, you will feel differently. I hope this gets you thinking. I just gave you four words. I'm dropping bad words today here at Live On Purpose Radio, and I did give you a warning. This is expansive content. And I hope that that gets your brain thinking a little bit about some alternatives. Could you use some help with this, with these ideas, these principles? I'm excited to announce to you that private, personalized coaching is now available through my practice, Live on Purpose. Live on Purpose coaching is something that you can access by filling out a quick form. Just have a consultation with a member of my team to see if that's a good step for you. And it's not for everybody. But I tell you what, in the last year, private personal coaching for me has changed the game for how I operate my business, how I feel, my relationships. Amazing. And I'm a professional psychologist, okay? I believe everybody can benefit from coaching. And if you have ever even considered it, would you please take a look at Live on Purpose as an option for your coaching? Here's a link for you, and I put it in the show notes too. Liveonpurposeradio.com. So just remember the name of the podcast, liveonpurposeradio.com forward slash coaching. And it will take you right to a page. You'll see my face. You'll hear a little video that I put together introducing it. Click on the big blue button and fill it out so that you can have a consultation with a member of my team to see what coaching package might serve you the best. You're going to have some fun with this. And I, I just love to be an observer of that happening. You guys are awesome. Go out there and take what you've learned today to live on purpose. I'll see you next time. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it and leave us a rating too. It's time now to live on purpose.